Take two. All right, guys, welcome in. Uh, apparently, you weren't in the last time, but y'all don't need to know that. Because, <laughs> but we need to let you know that because resetting is a thing. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. Angela and I have survived another week, and we're here to allow you to ask us. Ask leading women. Uh, let's try to remember what we said. And when uh, I talked about 20 years, we're, 20, we're in 2020, y'all. 20 years ago, I went live uh, from Atlanta, built an international audience. And every time I would say I'm live from Atlanta, people would ask me questions about Atlanta. That led into an amazing career of 20 years. Uh, it became known as blogging. And so with that, uh, we are live. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So with that um, amazing career to be here now, 2020, I was brought on Angela because Angela and I are looking back 20 years. You guys are probably trying to figure out where you need to go as far as into the future. And we're like, hold up. You know, so mm -hmm. Angela is a, I call her a scientist because I, you guys already know I love data and I love talking dollars, but there's a pathology. There's a path. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we're in a, we're in a phase where we're with real time information. Mm -hmm. Used to be everything you got a two year study mm -hmm. or five year study. And really to go back and look and see where we've been for 20 years, um, people are still trying to analyze this. They're still trying to figure out. And there was a great resistance. Yes. Which is why our topic today is resistance. Resistance is sabotage. And we're going to tell you what that means because there's a 2019 version, but then there's a 2020 version. We want you to get with, we want you to understand the 2020 version. So while I jump on all these platforms, because we just went live on a couple of them, and get some part watch party started. I want you to get some likes and shares and all that going on as well. I'm gonna let Angela stalk up. Ask hashtag ask Angela P S A S. Tell you a little bit why we now call her a scientist. Yeah, well, this is that yes, and Yolanda has given me that. Uh, although I have a degree in social science, so I'm I am a scientist. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, the we live in a time where, as Yolanda is talking about, that we are. In, a con in constant change and movement. And so we really do have to be scientists. We have to be scientists of our own lives. We have to be scientists of culture. And, you know, it, using the scientific method, which is you observe, right? And you come up with a hypothesis and then you test your hypothesis and you act accordingly. And so, so many of us are being put into situations that circumstances have never happened mm -hmm, before, mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm. I love my, I love the hidden figures analogy of where you're trying to get to the moon and you have you know, your Katherine Johnson character who's climbed up on the, on the chalkboard and she's calculating, 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 uh, and because trying to do something that's never been done. So mm -hmm. really, we do have to approach it like science. We do. And that means that you go in and you start things not knowing the outcome. You start a thing, you may not know how it's going to finish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes your hypothesis is incorrect, but determining that the hypothesis is incorrect is as important as having a correct hypothesis. And you know what? So many people predicted this time. Mm -hmm. There were so many predictions. Um, how how are we doing, would you yeah. say? Of what? I would say the resistance was great. Even though we, we know we needed to embrace it. Let's start with embracing technology. Yes, yes. Let's start there. Because our topic today, uh, and we're known as Leading Women Weekly, and you can use the hashtag Ask Leading Women. When we talk about the sciences and going back and being in a tr traditional sense and not knowing what's to come. We live in a time where, I don't know if not knowing 
really truly exists the way it used to, right? Because uh, there's so many people that have done a thing that we just don't have the story of them. Like, mm-hmm. if you talk about hidden figures, right, we've got people out there trying to amass degrees and break into mm-hmm. to industries and knock on doors that they think are closed. But then, you know, this mo- I just remember when the movie Hidden Figures came out and how many people were like, whoa, how did this ever happen? Mm-hmm. But, of course, you and I are in Atlanta, and me being a black woman in Atlanta, you, you knew. You knew, right? Pe- you knew. You knew these stories. Right, you knew the story, but not only did you, I mean, people used to be amazed and I'd tell them, like, I mean, one of my early mentors, very early, I'm talking when I was a child, was the godson of Mary McLeod Batum. Uh-huh. You know, so you knew these, and even my doctor, uh, and, and, and the godson of Mary McLeod Bethune was one of the first black doctors um, in, in Atlanta. And he was well into ready to retire. So you got to imagine he'd already had an illustrious career at the time he was men- trying to mentor all these other young. So anyway, I say all that yeah. to say, and also guys, we are in real time. If you're watching in real time, it is MLK uh, Day Tomorrow. Right. But MLK Day, MLK Weekend has now been extended to a full-on week. Uh, remember, mm-hmm. we were talking last week wondering who were the big names that were going right. to be town. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, it was Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith and Jaden. Jaden was um, the recipient of one of the awards that they give out at the Salute to Greatness, which I actually slept through the gala, y'all. I have covered this gala for the past seven years. One of, my most, one of the things I'm always amazed is walking into the ballroom. Because each year they pick a color scheme. There's right. some things about this gala that are just so important to me. Each year they would pick a color scheme. And so you get to walk in and you get to see this amazing color mm. scheme and how they get the ballrooms. If you ever go to a hotel ballroom and there's nothing going on, you're like, how do they transform all of this? So I woke up and I'm all down my timeline is everybody's live video. And I'm oh, like, okay, wow. okay, wait, can I, can I get ready? I'm like, just enjoy. Yeah. Just enjoy. They had cameo. Perform. I saw the cameo. I saw that. And it was trending. It was trending on Twitter. I'm like, why? Was it really? It, it trended for just a heart. It was heartbeat. Stop. Oh, my God. For a heartbeat. Because I know, saw it, it and I then it was sense, gone. So we talk all the time about FOMO. Yeah. I yeah. felt a sense of FOMO. Yeah. You're missing out. Uh-huh. And I'm like, girl, you have been, I was saying on the other one, I've covered this thing for seven years. It yeah. literally was one of the uh, iconic things that I got a chance to do as a blogger. But one of the reasons I covered it then because I could always get an exclusive because it wasn't like bloggers everywhere. Right. Right. It was like I was like the only one in the room along with traditional media. Right. So I would always, and then plus knowing the PR uh, people, I would always get these uh, amazing exclusives. And I was like, oh, I want to just get dressed and go. Yeah. But the videos were absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, Isabella, who is actually from South Africa, uh, got her. It, I love when people get like the money shot or the quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was following Will Smith. He was walking out, and I think that might have been his mom. Uh, so she got him to give her a South African quote. He apparently has purchased a home in Durban. See the story. See that story yeah. coming out of me. This is yes. why you gotta go live, people. This is why you gotta yeah. tell your story. So her video hopefully is trending um, because she did get get a quote. And can you imagine people watching uh, all over the world? And hearing just a simple shout out, I mean, yeah. just a simple shout out, but it's an amazing piece of video mm-hmm. that you always have. That's what it is. And is it on your timeline? Have you shared? You shared that? I did, I, I 
And and this is the thing what I was looking at my Facebook memories and I'm like, man, I am such a sharer because of course you get reminded yes. of these things. So definitely that's one of the because I know that she does an amazing job um, journalistically uh, and blogging. Um, we all know that bloggers get a little bit better access than journalists mm -hmm. these days. But I definitely hit that share button. So you, they can find it on your They can find it on the Dryer Bus page. It's absolutely awesome. And then, of course, Jane and, of course, uh, probably the Humanitarian Award with the water because I saw the water there. Yeah. And then, of course, all the old faces. And what I love about the Gaylos this year, they really reached uh, a level of bringing in the millennials. Millennials mm -hmm. um, this year, too. So. Well, and that's good. You know, that's... They stopped resisting. <laughs> and that's... And we need to do that, right? And, you know, a lot of these... You know, especially when we're looking at social movements, mm -hmm. we do Ooh. have a generational divide. Right. We should make sure we have some millennials. Leading women, leading women weekend. As you know, I have put yeah. it on the calendar for March the 13th through the 15th. Okay, it's going go to be a lucky Friday the 13th. Yes. For leading women. We're going to resist that. We're okay. going to resist that narrative. Wow. Yeah. And why, why, let's go back, and I'm pretty sure we're, we're excited to be together, so we're bouncing around. Yeah. But let's go ahead. We talked about resistance and sabotage and talk about what resistance was for 2019 and why we want to change it up for 2020. Right. So this idea of the, you know, the, the resistance to Donald Trump, we're talking about the use of this term resistance is the resistance um, at, that you see in time. This is term that the term that was used during World War Two. All right. Uh, the underground was the resistance um, mm -hmm. against Nazism. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So you know we've had a lot of talk about resistance as in as in activism, and that's fine, right? Mm -hmm. That's activism is really the term, that right? We're, because we're I think using. what was the hashtag? She resisted. She resisted. She resisted. Right? And she persisted, right? Persisted. So she yeah. and then she persisted, and so persistence is a great term, and persisted, and resistance, yes, is resisting whatever's being pushed upon you. So that's fine. But there's another, <coughs> excuse me, there's another, I need, uh, I need, water. I need, a, I need a thing of water, okay. guys. I'm I gonna find the water. Go ahead, keep talking. <coughs> I'm gonna have to clear my throat. Sorry, guys. <coughs> I'm having resistance to talking about resistance. And that right there is my voice resisting speaking about this topic, right? Really, resistance is when you're holding back. Right? Mm -hmm. To resist something, something's pushing against you, you're holding it back. You're holding back. But oftentimes, our resistance is to things that are positive and important. And so, in the theme of, of our topic for today about resistance is sabotage, we're particularly talking about resistance that leads to self-sabotage. Because honestly, and we had this discussion uh, off, you know, off camera, well, the resistance to Donald Trump and... Mm -hmm. And the and white supremacy, not that white supremacy hasn't always been around, but this sort of blatant uh, display of white supremacy, we want to sabotage that. To sabotage is to directly work against a thing, right? We want to. We want to sabotage that. But really, you know, that, you know and I, I'm good. I have my voice. I have my, one. My throat is clear. Um, you sure? I'm good. I yep. pour a little bit of this one. No, I'm yeah. good. Okay. Uh, my throat cleared. See, when I, uh, when I acknowledge the resistance, many times, all you have to do is acknowledge the resistance and the resistance goes away. And so, because we don't see it, we don't realize what we're pushing against. And, you know, I was always a big Star Trek, Star Wars fan. And 
particularly in Star Star Trek, you always had shields, right? You know, you're, 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 you know, the, all the all the all the ships had shields, right? Mm -hmm. So something, you, but they were invisible, right? And right. so you know, it's going to hit and bounce off. Well, it's a force field concept, right? Right. Is I'm going to hit against a force field. I don't see that I'm hitting it, right? So a lot of times, the way we're experiencing that sabotaging resistance is we're hitting something that we don't see. Right. Just seeing it can make it go away. I like the hitting something that we don't see. And, and the question about the don't see part is what have we built up? Um, because oftentimes, we're resisting something that's pretty much not there. That's one of the reasons we don't see it because yeah. it might be something that's just not there or doesn't have to be there. You don't have to play into it. When I kept thinking about resistance, I kept thinking about technology because, you know, one of the things I did for 2020, I put my for hire sign out again mm -hmm. and I started doing uh, social media for a couple of businesses. And these are some businesses that might have over the years resisted um, that this era, they might have just resisted the era. We know for a fact, many of us resisted the technology era. Like I said, I, I pushed the live button 20 years ago. Right. 20 years ago in my personal space and brought people into my personal world and, and literally 20 years of my life is out there. I was in the barbershop um, this week and we were talking about, uh, I was telling, somebody asked me about the kids and, I, and we were talking about how um, people are different now on Facebook and I said, well, I'm still mad about some things on Facebook because... There were times where I would tell, I was told not to put family stuff on Facebook, right. and, and we were all talking about heartbreak on Facebook. And one mm -hmm. of the, one of my most heartbreaking moments that I literally bawled like a baby. Uh, I was so mad, and I, you know how you get mad, you start crying. Um, my son, a long time ago, was on the computer and left his Facebook up. So when I went to go start working, and you know, he closed the album, like I see this little family is like. Photos, you know, the groups, the the mm -hmm. albums. Right. And he had a family album. And I and I wasn't in the family album. Oh no. And only <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, I and I I went I went flying upstairs and, and on my way my daughter stopped me because she realized like something's not right. What's wrong with you? Right. And I'm like, you you know, never ask the person what, what's, what's wrong, wrong with it. <laughs> when she asked me what's wrong and I went to try to explain her so I, my intent was to simply ask, you know, why I'm not in the family group. Right. Um, and at the time, I'm going upstairs, and then we, they hear me emotionally trying to talk to her. My son comes downstairs, and I say, he did it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in the family group. And so he and her, she was like, what do you do to mommy? What do you do to mommy? Right, right, right. So now they're having a discussion. And so he was like, so he goes on to explain well, you know, those are just some candy shots of us, and mommy's photos are um, are too professional. And then my daughter goes, well, you could just Google mommy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm just bawling. Right. Like, I'm right here. Why are you? <laughs> right, right, right. Why have we not taken photos? Why, why would you Google me? Right, Google you, yeah. And I'm like, of course, we fixed that. But we were just talking about that, and I just remember also. <coughs> and that, I'm, I'm going to get, get that water. water. Yeah. So also, we resisted that when I was thinking about resisting. Yeah. There's one part in that where we talk about the music industry resisted technology. Think about that. You yeah. know, 
uh, when they first came out, instead of making the naps, <coughs> yeah. and, and a lot, and think about all the innovation that has gone on yeah. in not resisting Angela. It's blowing nose. Blowing nose. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but think about that. Gone. Because when we had when we had Napster, think about like we have ne- everybody watched Netflix, right? Tyler Perry movie, resisting Tyler Perry's resisting the writers' right. room, right? Right. That's a conversation. But when if you think about had the music industry, they lost twenty years worth of revenue. Well, and over con- that. and consider consider. I was thinking about this. Um, my sister follows an, an up-and-coming artist. Okay. And I thought you were talking about the writers' group. No, no, and that's a whole other thing. But mm-hmm. and um, but but you know, and it was a you know a little band, and they've been on tour, and they mm-hmm, kind of hit mm-hmm. big, and it's sort of the indie scene, and it's interesting because they encourage people to film them from the audience. So you know they're playing little clubs, right? So they started playing little clubs, and they were getting bit bigger venues. And they encourage people to tag them on Instagram. Right. And if you tag them in, the, in, in their in an Instagram story, they'll show your story, right? So they right. put their Instagram story in your in their Instagram story. And so basically, you could follow. And that's such and so a... like they, they did 120 shows. Wow. With only 10 days off, so they did you know like about four months of shows. And every day she could go on and watch little clips. And some sometimes it was whole. Your whole, whole I know songs. I'm like that when you, when you click on somebody's story and you see the long dashes or the tiny yeah the tiny tiny, tiny dashes you like whoa you know, there would be whole songs on YouTube and they didn't say take it down they didn't do whatever right. and basically that social media people sharing 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 she found out because a friend of hers had found out and actually was had been watching those watching videos of performances and and went all the way to Nashville to see mm-hmm. this this performance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they understand, and they're they're they're, some, they're millennials. Well, I'll tell they you. understand that this is not their enemy. That that any video that somebody's shooting from the audience is not going to stop somebody. Well, from... because the reports show mm-hmm. that if a person sees it, they will more than likely want to be in the audience. Exactly. More so now. Now that's a bit change in behavior mm-hmm. from the old bootleg days, right. where you were uh, recording like the whole concert and then. And then people didn't go to the show. Right. But because of the influence, it's not that they particularly want to go and see that thing. But what you talked about is mm-hmm. you are honored from filming them, yes. hosting them. They then honor you. Yeah. That then gets you some influence. So yes. therefore, like people, people, you know, not everybody liked the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right. But because it was such an honor, you you got honor, you got influence right. from right. it. Everybody wanted to taste it, post it, buy it, and so forth. That's the difference. And we also see that with theater. I mean, how many times did you go to a play? And y'all know me. That's where I spent the majority of my last Sunday, my Sundays, for the past 20 years. Sunday matinee. But now I'm live with Angela. Now you're doing your own Sunday matinee. Now I'm going to do my own Sunday matinee. But I just hated going in and they would say, turn off your phones and put your phones. But I mean, it's theater. What's about to happen on this stage will never, ever happen again. Even if there's two shows a day and it's all week, this performance, particular performance, will never happen. And there could be something so awesomely brilliant in it. But they would say, no photos, no this, that, and Mm -hmm. Now they just say, make sure there's no flash. Because they know that if you share a piece of this, Somebody's going to come and buy it. And that's it. It makes people want to see it, right? Yes. Because people like to know what the, the preview, they want to they know want what the they're cloud. getting into. Right, right. They want the cloud. Absolutely. It's all about cloud. And so I thought these are trends that like you said that the music industry mm-hmm. really resisted. Music resisted it, radio resisted yeah. it. 
um, newspapers resi- newspapers resisted technology oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and lost their industry, and now they're they're de- coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only people who did not resist technology was television. Yep. You know they they bought into it very early on. Made a made television the two way conversation. I was so proud to see that um, simply because I was guiding a lot of that because I had gone to these networks 20 years ago. Many of them called me crazy, like, there's no way. And not only me, like, I tell people to go look up Josh Harris, uh, who's literally behind the hashtag, not even the hashtag, but the movement, We Live in Public. I just right. made it a hashtag. Right. Because uh, I, I loved it. But he is the one that sold everybody on the idea of uh, YouTube, uh, not necessarily YouTube, but sold, went to networks to say, listen, there's a world of screens that are coming. Yep. And and they literally called him crazy. And he took all his money. He went and bought an Apple farm. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where he is to this day. Mm-hmm. But they still believe that he's behind um, a lot of the technology that we have. Interesting, interesting. And and and, and part of uh, part of what's happening now, you're talking about in these last twenty years, mm-hmm. is this technology is changing very quickly. And so still, and yeah. so things are moving, you know. And so you have Snapchat, and then you you know, and that's the thing. And then it's TikTok now, and. You know, there was Vine, and Vine is gone. So yeah. you have to be careful that you don't get... You TikTok? No, I don't TikTok. You watch TikTok? I have seen TikToks. Did you see TikTok share. on TikTok, though, or on another platform? No, I am not on TikTok. And we are two old women sitting here talking about TikTok. <laughs> but, I mean, no, but where do you, where do you see TikToks? Well, uh, I'm on Twitter. Okay, because of the but because you share mark, you yeah, know Yeah, but I know it's TikTok, right? TikTok. I, and okay. I, I've seen TikTok on Twitter. I've seen Twitter. TikTok on Facebook. I've seen TikTok in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Where people are talking about things that are happening with TikTok. I'm interested in the industry, so I follow the industry news. Right. News, so I have also followed the uh, of how TikTok is curating their content and that it, to battle bullying, they are actually censoring content. And so this, like, like, well, yeah, you don't want people to be bullied. So they actually have people who look. They have human beings who look at every con- every bit of the content. For 15 seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if they feel like it's content that might be subject to bullying, which means a person with a disability, a person of color, uh, a person who is fat, a person who looks funny, right? Mm-hmm. They don't, somebody, they don't push it out. Yes, really. TikTok will not push it out the, to the same degree. I, I and which is like, Which is like, for real? For wow. real. So you're going to say, we don't want these people to be bullied, so to fight bullying, we're just not going to let their voices be heard. So TikTok got a problem, and there, there were I don't know where they are and working I mean, this out. How long are the videos? The videos are very short. They're are they fifteen seconds? 10 it's seconds? it's funny because I remember how long was Vine? Vine was, was six seconds. It's more than but Vine. The, Vine took off because there was um, twelve second TV was probably one of the first right in in the mobile because we mm-hmm. when we talk about the last twenty years we talk about since two thousand. What are we now? We're 20, so... Okay, let's just say in the last 10 years, everything has been mobile. 10 years prior to that, 2000, 2010, it was all still desktop. Right. Um. So when it became... When Twitter came and it became mobile, um, there was something called 12-second TV that didn't do as well. Right. People were like, well, I'm going to let people see me. We're talking about a whole era of people who had not yet been on screen. Whereas mm-hmm. the 10 years, those of us that had, right. we were like, how do we slow, we be, we all, we're live all day. What do you mean 12 seconds? Well, But then you have people like, oh, what do I do for 12 what seconds? What do I do for 12 seconds? That's right. why six seconds yeah. took off, yeah. and then that made, that made Vine. Interesting. And so, you know, again, these this this idea of, go, of saying, 
and looking and seeing, well, again, this is the experiment, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, I have a hypothesis that a six-second video platform would fail. And I mean, Vine did fail, but not because of six seconds, right? Mm -hmm. That was a, that was business. Wasn't right? it acquired? Yes, yeah, so it was acquired. Okay. Acquired and, and they got, shut it, it got, down. Rid of, got rid of it. Yeah. it was Twitter, and I don't. I think mm -hmm. it was because they didn't mm -hmm. want it to compete with Periscope. Now, I, you know, somebody, really? if I may, I may be wrong on that. Um, so, because at because at the same time, Instagram was just photos, mm -hmm. and it added. 15 seconds yeah. but up, then up to one minute but the so you the hypothesis by the people who seem to be in the know would mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. all these short little these little videos so let's take TikTok now these mm -hmm. short little videos are not going to have any mark any 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 market play and then you look and tons of people are using them and particularly young people right and so we have had this we've had this tendency in the past to look down on things that young people liked um, particularly or generations, that, yeah, right, and, generations, and like. particularly things that little girls like, and we would say, oh, things that little girls like are silly, and but look at what the girls are doing. The girls drove, drove and drive the purchase of music. This was something that, again, a trend that still I do believe that that the music industry has not rec has not accepted the degree to which it's little girls fan out on music and will buy. They will buy records. They will buy because women, content. women, who control the purse strings, mm -hmm. who control most of the decisions made in the household, mm -hmm. um, and still we have technology not giving into the fact that women drive it on a consumer level. Yep. Now, can we go and see as many TikToks by women? And I don't know. I've not. I've not. Looked, I've not looked into that again because, because somebody I mean, you think them. about the viral star is mostly men. Yeah, and it's and this is again, boy, that's a whole because again topic. we have women not wanting to get on camera. Well, that's and that's a big thing. That's a big thing. That's why we say resistance is sabotage. And that so let's explain. That. Yes, and so to say that when you are. Sabotaging yourself, so we're talking about particularly self-sabotage. Oh, we had a whole conversation about self-sabotage, and that, and you know that you are, or you're going to sabotage what you're doing, what you're working on. So mm -hmm. I'm going to put that mm -hmm. in the category of self-sabotage, even subliminally, right? Yes, and usually it is subliminal. You don't realize you're doing it, right? Mm. But it's this idea that you're getting, you're either getting good advice or you're and seeing a trend, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you are afraid right mm -hmm. you're ashamed mm -hmm. there's something that is holding you back from doing a thing or is keeping you from changing from doing the pivot which i like to talk about pivots is keeping you from making a change and so you are resisting information that is coming to you and what you, about getting advice over and over because and i'm gonna i'm gonna say <clears throat> something that i when, when i when i finally published um my books I, I there, 10 years prior, I had this person saying to me, you know how to do this. You should write this. And you mm -hmm. should write that. Oftentimes we hear, and, and I had to learn that just because I heard a thing doesn't mean it's lost on me. Or just because you say a thing or you give a person a piece of advice doesn't mean that they're going to embrace it like right away. No, absolutely. But I feel like I did in some ways sabotage. Oh, I watched a YouTube video. I went out to, um, and I just searched 
resistance is sabotage. Mm-hmm. And there was a video that came up, and it's a whole conversation. And unfortunately, I played it at bedtime, so I fell asleep to it. But it's a whole conversation between, and it, and it what it describes the resistance is sabotage is the life you're living, and versus the life you're destined to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the decisions you're making in between, because we all want to be something else. Yeah. We all want to get to a certain place. In in you not getting, you're not there because you're sabotaging it because you are resisting one thing. Right. And they often they said it was part of when people say the overnight success. Yeah. The difference between the in that ten years of overnight success is literally everything that you resisted along the way. Absolutely. And to say that there are some actions this is why I would say you know we talked about activism. There's some action that you need to take that mm-hmm. you're not taking, or there's some action you need to quit taking. Right, mm. because you can, you know, and many times these things are habits. It's just a habit that you've gotten into. Ooh, the habits and behaviors. We have a number of episodes. On yes, that. and it's that you've just gotten into a habit of doing a thing a certain mm-hmm. way, yeah. and so you say, "Well, this is how mm-hmm. I've always done it." Um, also, this this thought, "Well, this is how I've always done it, and it has worked." Right, right. right. But that, but is it working? Right. You're like this works. No. So sometimes you're, especially if you've been in a business. Or just the way you've been living your life. You're like, well, this is how I've always done it. It's been working. It's been working. Well, is it working now? Well, let me ask you <laughs> this. And I'm going to ask everybody else this as well. <laughs> if you had to kind of quantify or write, just literally write down. Like, if you, to parallel, one of the things I do with my um, How to Get Out of Bed podcast, we always do a list. On this side of the list, write this, write that. If you had to write on this side of the list what your life is now. Yeah. And the life you want <laughs> to live. Would it be total contrast to where you are? Do you think even right, like right. the first items? Right. Would they be a definite total contrast to what you live? What yeah. You live? Oh, I certainly feel like I'm out of alignment with where I want to be. Okay. Because wow. of because of my because of choices I've made around caregiving. Now there's a part of it you can say, well, I've chosen to do this to 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 do this active caregiving for mm-hmm. my for my family members, and so I must want that life, right? So this is the this is the other side is that we can have we can have desires and wants that are in opposition mm-hmm. to one another. Mm-hmm. But where's the resistance? And then? what do you what would you say? Because again, the life you're living, right? The life you want to live, right? And that line, whether it's straight or right. zigzag, or you can, right. you know, is resistance. If that line is resistance, right? And but yet you've made the choices. Yeah. Where's the resistance? Well, sometimes, and I will, I will say, sometimes there are external circumstances that you have to navigate and deal with. This is back to being the scientist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to figure out how do I get from here to there, here to there, and some of it may be resistance into accept in accepting that you can't have two things that are in opposition to one another, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that to say that there sometimes there's a time for a thing and understanding the time exactly. And so when you talk about <clears throat> You know, somebody encouraging you to write a book, and people, right, you know, right. and like I'm resistant to that. I've been resistant to that forever, but um, because I want it, right? But when it happens, I'll, there's times, and I want to throw this in. This is this is the idea. Oftentimes, when we talk about resistance, we talk about procrastination, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's your friend, right? There's a resistance because there's something intuitive that's telling you this isn't the time. Isn't the right? time, right? But I think that 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 idea of here's the life I have, and here's the life I want. This life I want is a complete fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. You only are living the life you have. Except when the time comes. And so you will say, I think I want this, but right. you may get that and then not want it. 
and then it's going to keep moving. So your thing, your zigzagging line. Right, right. So what I'm saying, you say, okay, so I would like to have this, right? I'm going to call it the Peloton lifestyle, right? Because <laughs> of my obsession with Peloton. Right. And we have so a date for the Peloton, look, right? Look at, a, look at a fancy Peloton commercial, okay. right? And they're in this beautiful house with big windows. Right, and either right, it's a cityscape right. or looking out at the mountains and they're on their Peloton. You yeah. can't have it because you resist pushing that right. button. Right. But it's like, do I want to do the things... That would give me that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Apparently not, because I've not done right, it. Right, because you just frown like. Right. Okay. okay. It's like so, so. Wait, stop. Let's let's analyze that. Yeah. You said, do I want to do the things mm-hmm. that would give me that lifestyle? Right. And you frown. Yeah, because I know that for me to have that lifestyle, I would have to basically say this over here that I'm doing the which, life you have now which yes which has things in it that are very important and valuable to mm-hmm. me I would have to stop doing and so there is no yeah it's not gonna you know the, the degree to which I am hands-on and caregiving mm-hmm. with my sister will not allow me to do the things that are necessary to have that and so basically for me to do that I'm gonna have to be Cheryl Sandberg and lean in and so it's like I right now am leaned out, right? What does that mean? Be Cheryl Sandberg. So you know, the, her book "Lean In" is as women that we just need to do it like men, which is put your career. And first. that's the thing that wait, that's the thing yep. that we resist yep. as women. At hashtag Ask Leading Women, we resist doing it like men. That's why we're here on a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon yep. instead of a Monday morning right. or on the golf course because we resist doing yep. it like men. And so you know, she's like, you you hire That's out why men you hire out your yeah you oh. hire out your help. You get some you pay people to help you and you work you work those extra hours. No, and you that's do, not what men that's, do. That's well. That's what men have classically done is that they have a wife who takes care of the she, family. Well, she's not hired out. Well, they just get married. That's it. They get married. Right. And so she, she says, make your husband do it. Right. And so it's, yeah, that was in, in Lena. And she's like, make your husband do it. Well, you know, what if he, he's got his career too. I mean, look at Michelle and Barack. To me, that's classically oh, yeah. their story mm-hmm. of he's, she's a career woman. Mm-hmm. She's, but she still has all the childbearing responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And he's out. He's pursuing a, a you know political career, mm-hmm. and she's at home with the kids having dinner. And he right. comes in and she's like, "Where where have you been?" He's been to the gym. She's like, "Well, I want to go to the gym." He's like, "Well, right. you should go to the gym." She's like, well, "What am I supposed to go to the gym?" Right. Somebody's gonna take care of these children. And she didn't go and to the gym they, literally to the White House. Exactly. And so they ended up in counseling over how to navigate that. So you know, here's a fantastic couple. Um, but, it's, wait, is Angela deflecting? Well, no, uh, no. I'm gonna say I just think that. I think that it is, and, and, and maybe that, I am. Is that, but, but, but I, I, I want to say, I don't think that doing it like that, that is only, necessarily the only, right way. Okay. So, I but think I'm men are doing that I only reference. Okay. Yeah. Going back to doing yeah. it like men, because I think, I think for yeah. women, I think that's our number one mm-hmm. resistance. Yeah. But only because we make other decisions and priorities. And it's like, no, I want to prioritize this. I want to prioritize yeah. caregiving. I had to do the same. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. no, I, I don't want to go and cover yeah. this. That. And I think um, when I talked about, I'm going to walk away from blogging. Not only, yeah. I walk, not only did I walk away from blogging, I walked away from career and job and, right. and all of that just to do this. Because, again, that, that whole do it like And I think when we talk about ass leading women, I think everybody has that question. Um, because when we see it getting done, when we see the examples, it usually is men. Mm-hmm. Even this is, 
Even if it's this group of men that get to go over to the mansion every day mm-hmm. and make their TikTok videos. All right. And so, you know, I, it's and to say that, you know, there's certainly, it's fine if you decide that you want to prioritize. Do y'all notice we both just leaned in? Yeah, we're leaning in. We're leaning in. Well, okay. It's fine if you want to prioritize your career mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. money and being successful mm-hmm. and, and everything else is secondary. That's fine. Right. And I just, I just. And that's not sabotage. No, that's not sabotage. Okay. And nor is it saying I'm going to prioritize, I'm going to take a step back from my career, I'm going to mm-hmm. take a step mm-hmm. back from my, my, my work in the world to take care of other things. Sometimes it's your own health you have to take care of. You know what I say is not, well, when you think about health, I mean, yeah. a pal- you on a Peloton mm-hmm. would, would definitely address health issues. But what I loved is when, when I asked you where was the contrast right. in the life you live and the life, that it literally was a, a something that gave you joy. Yeah. You know, yeah. total, total mm-hmm. even though it's exercise, right. even though it's fitness, but it's, it still right. was a joy but, thing. But the point is, which is why right. you want a little bit more. Right. So uh, the point is, I can have Peloton in my current house. It's not a Peloton in your current, mansion. In your current right. life. Right. 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 But he's like, you know, we visualize these sorts of full, what this full lifestyle would be like. Do right? we visualize it or did they visualize it for they us? They visualize it for us. And I okay. think that's, that's not what we visualize. Right. And I think right. that's the difference, right? right? And you say, oh, yeah, you know, I want that. But if you see what you have to do to get that. Right. So I go back to this, not saying there's anything wrong with you having that, but uh, there is a single-minded focus that is typically required Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that may not be the thing you want to focus on. Right. And any more than it used to be, and we talked about this last time, it used to be shameful for a woman to leave her children at home, you know, particularly a Mm -hmm. white woman, so we've Mm -hmm. talked about this, but particularly a white woman to leave her children at home and go work full-time. Then it got to be it's shameful if you don't take off time to take mm-hmm. care of your kids, right? And now, oh, every, you know, now you're supposed to take, be, do the mommy track, right? And so we're constantly being fed messages, right, that has nothing to do with what we want. So, I'm, so getting back down to the sabotaging and resistance, the first step is you have to be crystal clear on what you want. Resistance is sabotage. And yeah. so if you don't know what you want, you won't recognize that you're sabotaging anyway, Right. Because it's this idea of giving lip service to one thing when really you, yeah. you, you're right. wanting something right. else. Right, right, And Oprah, I, when Oprah was here five years ago, or now going on six years ago, um, she did a beautiful piece on intentions that I go back to every time. And you remember the story she told about she was intentioning that she, that she wanted to say no. She didn't want to say yes to everything. With right, the money. right. And so Oprah's pitch was, we say we have an intention, but our, it's not our real intention, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That if you see what your real intention is, it's what you're going to manifest. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, all right, so I'm saying my intention is I want to say I just I can't give everybody money. She said, but she had a conflicting intention was I want people to like me and think I'm nice. And I don't want people to think that yeah. I'm stingy with my money, right? right, as a billionaire. And so her challenge was the story is the story where Stevie Wonder comes to her and ask her. So she's like, I'm going to do it. I, I don't care if people are mad at me. I don't care what people say about me. You know, Oprah's got money and she won't, ha- you know, she's won't hand it out. Right. And the next person who asks her for something is Stevie Wonder. And it is a cause that she's just like, it doesn't mean anything to her. She's like, I've got causes out the wazoo. She says, but I just can't say yes right. to this. But this means I'm going to have to say no to Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I have the nerve? Can I say no to Stevie Wonder? She's like, and so she's like, I'm going to, I got to do it. Right. She's Mm. like, well, 
you know, right now, this is not, you know, I've got my causes that I'm interested in. Right. I just don't have any bandwidth for this or whatever she said. And he was like, okay, talk to you later. And it was fine, right? And so she's thinking Stevie Wonder's going to hate me. He's going to spit on my grave, you know, whatever. And Stevie Wonder's like, and he fine. Understood. He went on to the next thing. So a lot of times we have these dual intentions. Mm -hmm. And so we say, well, I want this, but really we've got a diff different internal intention. Right. And we've got to decide which one is, or do we internalize? Okay. And so there can be resistance to either switching that. So like Oprah had that resistance yeah. to switching that. Oh, yeah, that's big. Or, that's big. Right. Or resistance to saying, no, I think this is really what I want. And why am I not accepting this? And saying, yeah, this is what I want. And it's okay, I am living the life I want. Mm -hmm. Because I this is really what I'm intending to do. So I think that, it, again, this is all very, as I say, it's all very squidgy. It's all, right. there's a right. lot of back and forth on it. And sometimes we don't know till we've done it, right? And I think, I think too, doing it at some level, like you said, we visualize it at this. And I think that that's one of the reasons we resist it because we visualize it too big, too much. Yes. And we need to, when, when we hear the opportunity, right? because there's a part of the opportunity to do it at a different level, we're saying no to that because we don't mm -hmm. understand that that could be a stepping stone, starting place, or some place to, start, to build from. Yeah. We always think that we have to go right for yeah. that one thing. And I'm reading a very interesting book about power and personal power. Mm -hmm. And the book is called Bow Down, and the writer's name is Lindsay Goldworth, and she's a, a, a money writer. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, a little R-rated talk here on a Sunday afternoon. She got interested in power and women in power. And, oh, yeah. And so she researched professional dominatrixes. Okay, okay. pro-doms. And Angela dropped this in my inbox. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, she's like, oh, no. But it's so interesting because she said, when you look at, she said, she said, I'm so tired of this concept of being empowered. She said, I want to feel power, right? And that you look mm. at, at how that, that, that lifestyle works mm -hmm. and that, you know, what a professional dominatrix does. That's it's, interesting. It's really not what we've seen in, in popular culture or whatever. So that it's based on some very clear principles that apply to everybody, which starts with clear communication, consent respect negotiation and wow. is it directly asking for what you want mm -hmm. so these things are part of that and so that it is not this is not about somebody controlling you in fact it's about a, it's about a negotiation about power and so how do we go every day in our lives where sometimes we are the boss and sometimes we're the employee where sometimes we're in control and sometimes we're not mm -hmm. and use this kind of these concepts of saying I deserve to have to consent, negotiation, respect, and that being very clear and direct in my communication mm -hmm. is important. And I thought so much of what we are come we come up against in sabotage has to do with our power mm -hmm. and feeling powerless. Mm -hmm. Because if we feel powerful, mm -hmm. we are going to do what we need to do, and we're not going to worry about what anybody else is thinking. And that comes from a, a sense of accomplishment. And I'll, I'll just even from the hashtag side, whenever mm -hmm. you go to type women. Um, it's always about empower, empowerment, right. empowerment, as, and it never goes straight to the power. And in mm -hmm. any group, and I was thinking about it, as you're talking, like in any group, did I ever have we ever just started from a point of the that we have power? That we have power. Have and we ever started no, from a point and, that we have right power. that we already have power? And it's about how do we express that power, right? And how do we exercise that power? 
And how do we say, no, you're not going to take my power, or here's my power? Mm. She gave a fantastic example and uh, of said, how do you order a coffee, right? So you're at a restaurant with servers, mm -hmm. right? And the server comes over, and you're like, I think I would like to add maybe at the end of the meal, you're going to have a coffee. Do you say, um, when I get, when you get, when, when you get a second, could you bring me a coffee, right? Or you say, can I, I please get a coffee? And, you know, now I want to say as Southerners, we use some, you know, some, some things around, you know, being, being super polite, right? right. But do you just say, can I have, hey, can I get a coffee, please, right? Oh, my God, I got to tell this story, yeah. though, because you, you hear women do that all day long, mm -hmm. and they're always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they right. apologize. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm sorry, could you give this me a coffee? This one right, right here, the owner of Eyelash Her Studios, okay, I went with her. Mm -hmm. She was trying to buy a new bed, mm -hmm. okay? We walk in, and there's this method. And, of course, you know, my child, having been to everything, mm -hmm. we walk in this store, Angela, and the guy salesman is on his way to us. And I see her transform, and he opens his mouth to speak. She says, what's your name? And he told him, she says, I'm going to look around. There you go. And, and, and mind you, I'm already like balling up, right? Mm -hmm. She says, he comes over, you know, to do the mm -hmm. thing. Hi, he's, what's your name? He tells him, Joe. Joe, I'm going to look around, and when I need you and I'm ready, I will call for you. That right there is, that right there is power. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, now mind you, I'm, I'm proud, but I'm like, what was that? Who taught you that? It's a method, Mom. Yes. Oh, it is. That's Meanwhile, Joe is like, okay. And there you go. And you see, you think, And oh, he was back on right. to go do whatever he did. Because in most interactions, the other person just needs to know what's the expectation of the interaction. And so when you're talking about somebody who's supposed to bring you a coffee How and you want it, the, they, just that's what what they're there. they just need to know what I, you want. And, and a lot of times they resist right. you because they're they like, God, I, I just want your coffee right. order. I don't need to know, I don't need to know your, your emotion, backstory. your right. backstory, right. just your coffee and order. So, you know, and Joe's going to sell you the mattress or whatever. Right. It's like, he was like, he's like, I just I need to look. You're right. He's like, I just, you know, I, do you know what you want? Yeah, look, I will come and get you when I'm ready. Oh, he's ready. my God. You know, he's like, I, still, I, go, I still get chills. Yeah. Well, that's it. And so that is powerful communication. Mm. But it's not power over. It's not. It's not meant to intimidate. It's not done. Right. He didn't. Control. He didn't have to walk around with us while we were in the cycle. No. She looked and she yep. said, "Okay." But Joe she clearly gave direction on what she wanted. And so one of the things I thought this is such a great place to start with. And your, that's to do it your, like men. Yeah. With that's with your power. Oh, that's also do it like women who are dominatrixes. Right? Is that they have very they tell their sub. Here's what you're going to do. They're what? They're sub. And the person that they are working with is called the sub. And I know these things now. I wish people could see my face. I should have videoed my face. I'm listening, on, I'm listening to it on tape. And my face is like, really? So They can see your face now. Yeah, yeah. That face. I'm like, really? Power. Okay, so, yeah, so, so I challenge you to get rid of that. But to say, you gotta yeah, that. But to say, here's what I want to have happen. Here's yeah. how it's going to happen. Yeah. Now, if the person says, no, mm -hmm. I can't make that happen that way, mm -hmm. then we negotiate. And I think this is the second part of, the, of, of where we resist. Right, right. Where and where we it? sabotage is if we say, 
I want a Peloton. And it's like, my bank account says no. Uh, mm -hmm. But say, okay, well, what's the negotiation, right? right. So let's say Joe says, well, um, I have to be with you the whole time. I can't leave a customer unaccompanied in the store, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have the option to say, you know what? This is not a shopping environment that I want to be in. Right. And you can leave. Or you can say, all right, Joe, but I need you to stand back over there. You can right. see me, right? right. I, that's not, that shouldn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. and so if that, mm -hmm. if that happens, leave the store. Right. But it's like there could be a, there could be a legitimate negotiation that goes away. It's like, I need this. And the server may be, I've got to go take care mm. of this table and then I will get mm. you a coffee. And you, you're like, fine because you're you know it's not like you'd be like get me my coffee right mm -hmm. now that's not there's a there's a line that's there's not a line. that's not there's a line in between right power and mm -hmm. and again and then um abuse of power right so you can Ooh. abuse your power Ooh. right Ooh. Ooh. and i think so many of us are afraid of abusing power because we see power abused every day right. we see power abused in our government we see power right. abused we've seen it abused in our extended families we've seen it abused when we, you know, the we, cause yeah. for resistance. Think about everybody's got a bad teacher story. That was mm. on Twitter. Tell, talk about a bad teacher. That's abuse ooh, of power. Ooh. If a teacher, if a teacher made mm -hmm, you feel mm -hmm, less than, mm -hmm. we experience abuse of power as soon as we, even if we have a perfect family. As soon as we're socialized. As soon as we're socialized. As soon as we're socialized, we see oh. that abuse of power, and there is our clock. Now, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Uh, today and I wanted to ask just lastly because we talked we talked a lot about the resistance but why does it become sabotage we'll do that in part two yeah we'll do that because how two. to recognize the fact that yeah. you sabotage the thing exactly um, and that, that right yeah. and that it is you and not external circumstances you know so to bring it back exactly to bring it back exactly because that again gives you your power when you realize because the, the external circumstances you really don't have power over right a tornado like when you have yeah, it right a tornado yeah. may hit and it destroys your building right right that's not no control. that's right that's yeah something bad right. happened that's but that's i always not work never never living or doing a thing because a tornado could possibly right. hit well and not, is where we and, get in the resistance and also but, not having a plan of what would happen what would happen if there was do. a natural disaster right so they, that's you know, sabotage. so that would, that could be sabotage. That, but anyway, sabotage. but you know, so yeah. yeah, but we'll talk about that next time. And not watching, not watching this episode, it's not sabotage. sharing, this, not liking, look, not hitting the share button. That's why are you resistant hitting the share button? <laughs> thanks to those of you that have, thanks to those thanks. of you that, that had comments. And again, we decided to get together on the weekends for a Sunday matinee. Cause I want to see Angela. She wants to see me. Yes. We want to hang out on beautiful days like today. Um, and, and see how that, that bright light is. Um, but also, when we hit the stop button, it will become a podcast. So the audio will get detached, and it will go down all of your, your channels. If you want to choose a channel, all you have to do to go is to um, AskLeadingWomen.com. It's on your screen. AskLeadingWomen.com. You're going to go like, whoa, look at the episodes that we yes. had and we've talked about. Uh, going back almost a year. We do invite you. We are putting, putting together a wonderful weekend. A wonderful weekend, uh, and of course, if you are need to do it on your screen, you'll get a chance to do that. But if you can get to Atlanta, or if you're around Atlanta, you want to come and plan uh, to join us um, March the 13th through the 15th. We have got um, a brunch with Joyce Littell, um, radio media veteran. We have got uh, a conversation we've been asked to navigate, to, I guess to navigate is this 
job shaming. Yes. Job shaming and between entrepreneurs and those who who live dual lives and so forth. All right. So we gotta get running and get back into our lives. We don't we don't wanna sabotage the time yes. that family has allowed us to come and hang out with you guys. So thank you so much. Use the hashtag Ask leading women anything. Wise her still going yep, on. Yeah, still find me at wiseher.com. Look for Angela Stalk up. You can see the details there. All right, guys. Have a great Bye. weekend and a week and an MLK day and yes. all of that. Bye.